0: Hi listeners, welcome back to Stuck in a Blender. Today we have Jocelyn Flowers back. You may remember her from a previous episode. Uh, She is a certified step-parent coach and we will talk about where you can find her later on in the episode. Um, But today we're going to talk about discipline as a step-parent. So that being said, Jocelyn, I will let you take over. And we'll start.
1: Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I am so Absolutely. honored to be here. I love being a part of your podcast. Thank you. So, yes, step parenting and discipline. <laughs> it's such a I feel like it's such a loaded topic. Um, yeah. you know, in my experience and doing research, it's it's one or the other. Like you're either yeah, step-parents have every right to discipline or you're the exact opposite and you're like, step-parents should never discipline. Um, I don't really find people in the middle. And it's so interesting because I don't know, I I personally think it would depend on your situation. Like, I don't think you can have like a hard line, yes or no, um, as far as like whether a step-parent should in fact discipline their stepchild.
0: I agree. So So,
1: go ahead. No, you go ahead. This is your podcast girl. No, no,
0: no, no, no. (laughs) I want to hear what you have to say. I'm always learning. Um, I guess the reason why I picked this topic for those listening, um, I recently had a conversation with another step parent and, um, they were having a challenging time dealing with some of the behaviors of their stepchild. And, I remember when I went through that early on in my relationship and I actually let it get to the point where I just like, just the thought of even trying to parent or be around this child was so anxiety provoking and just brought so much anger. I didn't want to be around them. Like I did not want to participate in family, anything, and that's a really shitty place to be, Um, you know? whether or not you're in a good place or not with your partner, that's still a, a shitty place to be. And so I kind of want to talk about this because not only do you want to have at least a decent relationship with your stepchild, considering they're your stepchild and you live with them, but also talk about the things that you know you can do to navigate having the conversation with your partner. Because even though I'm not yeah. a parent, I'm sure from what I've heard, it's it's hurtful to hear um, you know, that your child is being an asshole sometimes, or like <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, but like I told you, Jocelyn, you know, we can all be assholes. So I don't right. know if children are excluded because somehow they can be the biggest assholes sometimes. Right.
1: But- Even though they're the smallest person. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's you know, it's so interesting because I uh, so my situation is very different. For those of you who don't know my situation, I'm a full-time stepmom, um meaning I have my stepkids every single day. Oh even my god. When, <laughs> even when they go and see their mom, um our situation, visitation schedule is a little different. They get to see her during the week, um after school, um and through dinner time, but obviously I still have them in the morning when they get ready for school. And then when we put them to bed and then she does get uh, one overnight a week at her parents' house. Um, but the way it works out is I still get them in the morning of the day that they go to her and then the afternoon when they return. So, um, I don't actually have a full day of not being around my stepkids. So I literally see my stepkids every day which is fine. I mean, that's, that's our situation. That's where we're at. And um, it's been that way from gosh, let's see. Uh, well, th- three, five, five months into our marriage. So um, yeah, this is all I've ever known is being a, a full-time stepmom. mom So uh, I do discipline. Um, <clears throat> my husband is not between the two of us, I would say I tend to be a little more strict with things. Um, and my husband is not, and definitely that stems from his upbringing because his parents are the most passive people you will ever meet. Um, And my family, we are not passive. We are very in your face, very direct. So um, of course I would marry someone who generally is a little more passive in the disciplinary. So I can remember when we first had our whole lives flipped upside down because of our our situation and the kids did um, come to be with us full time there were a few times we were sitting at dinner and the kids were doing something that to me was not acceptable. Like I didn't grow up, you know, getting up and down from the dinner table Mm -hmm. and goofing. Like that was just like, you were sitting down and eating dinner. Like you weren't up and down, up and down. And so I I remember right off the bat, we, our parenting styles were very different and we would have like arguments um, and obviously not in front of the kids, but, we would have arguments about parenting styles. You know, he thought I was being too harsh on his kids and I thought he wasn't doing anything at all. And if he wasn't going to do something, then I needed to do it, right? So there was this whole like, blah, 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 blah. And so we came up with code words because we agreed that we were going to be a united front. Um, And what I mean by that is we were never going to cut the other parent down in front of the kids. So if I was doing something that he didn't like, he wasn't going to say it in front of the kids because he wanted the kids to know that we were a united friend. And so we came up with code words and, um, it was, uh, if he was being too soft. So if I wanted him to address a situation and I thought he was being too soft or not even acknowledging it, I would say peanut butter. there were were so many times we were sitting at dinner table and something would happen and I'd be like peanut butter and the kids would be like I want peanut butter (laughs) but
0: it
1: so then but it was good because then he was able to understand in the moment what I felt needed to be addressed right as opposed to like hey like hours later, Hey, at dinner when X, Y, and Z happened. And he's like, X, Y, and Z. I don't even remember, you know? Yeah. So it that was super helpful. And I would definitely encourage any step parents who are struggling with a discipline, um, and not wanting to be like, Hey, I don't always want to like discipline the kid. Like it should be the parent's responsibility. Mm -hmm. Come up with a way to let your partner know, like, this is something that I feel needs to be acknowledged without actually saying it in front of the kid, and that's what we did. That's what worked for us. So, um, as time went on, I became more confident in disciplining. Now, I I don't actually. So this is actually what's kind of funny. I don't necessarily believe in spanking. But my husband does. So isn't that interesting? For someone yeah, who's like so I, passive, like it's interesting. So. Anyways, so I've never done disciplinary in that form. Um, I'm more of like the time out, go to your room, you're losing privileges type of a disciplinary person, mom, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I mean, I, I think you have to figure out your situation. And when you have a child that tends to be a little more on the challenging side, because let's face it, we all have a stepchild and I don't care who you are. You could have the best relationship with your stepkids. You still have a stepchild that rubs you the wrong way. You just do. And it's, I mean, I think that's totally normal. I mean, you could have a biological kid that would rub you the wrong way. I just think personalities are, you know, different personalities are going to rub each other the wrong way. And it's little kids with personalities and that's what you're dealing with, you know? So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and I would encourage all step parents who, um, maybe have a difficult child to own up to that. You know, I think, um, we're so fearful of acknowledging, um, that maybe we don't get along with one of the kids, um, as much as the other one, because it's going to make us look like a bad step parent or that we don't love them or that we're not doing a good job. But I find it to be the exact opposite. I think if you can acknowledge the way you feel about said step kid mm-hmm. and have that honest conversation with your partner or, um, you know, your spouse, whatever, um, and let them know, Hey, like I really do struggle with step kid number one, or, whatever it is, because of X, Y, and Z, then your partner can know when that stepkid gets to a certain point that you, that, you know, hands off, like, I need your help at this moment. And my husband and I do that. Um, I do struggle with one of my stepkids. Um, and I have talked about that on a podcast. I don't think it's a secret. Um, but I think for me to tell my husband, like, hey, I struggle in this area with this kid, I need you to step in and handle it. Like he, he does. And it's so helpful for me because then I don't feel like I'm overextending myself. Right. I don't feel like I'm like that tea kettle that's going to like explode. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So gosh, I feel like that was a a lot of information. (laughs) That That was was some really (laughs) good
0: information actually. And I feel like you're right. I, no matter how great of a relationship, you have with, you know, I guess it, we're talking in multiples, not just one individual stepchild, but, um, you know, I went through that too. And there's always going to be, like you said, rub you the wrong way. It doesn't have to be all the time. It doesn't right. make, them like, you know, a bad person or that you guys are never going to get along. But, right. um, you know, my younger stepchild being the baby, um, I think. As he got older, um, you know, and things are changing now because obviously, as they get older, you know, right. they understand they things. Change. What's, yeah. Yeah. What's acceptable and what's not. But I remember when I first moved in, and um, obviously, I had to cut the kids some slack because he was only three and a half. But, <laughs> but, you know, being an only child, and like you said, it, a lot of this stems from your own upbringing. And so, what I thought was acceptable versus Mm -hmm. what he thought was acceptable or age appropriate. We, we clashed a lot of the time. And I remember he would tell me like, you know, he's just a kid or whatever. And I'm like, but that's a really shitty, sad excuse. And you're teaching the kid that like, because he's a kid, that that's okay. They rely on us to teach them what's acceptable. And so I struggled a lot because, you know, he's this really sweet kid. He's actually a really Mm -hmm. good, good kid. And he, he doesn't know how to manage his emotions. Right. Um, Even, you know, like he's working on it. And even now being seven, like there are times where he'll have a meltdown and it'll be like a three or four year old kind of meltdown. And, you know, I think kids are also smarter than we think they are. So like, he thinks that he's manipulating me and that he can get away with this, but I'm like, no, not a chance. Um, but that was really hard for me in the beginning because, you know, I wasn't intelligent enough to add in code words, which is genius, by the (laughs) way, and sounds like it's really worked out well for you. So I think I actually may try that. We don't have conversations in front of the kids. Um, and not too often do either of us really need to say anything anymore, but, um, there are times where I'm like, I need to bite my mouth, my tongue and not say anything in this moment, but like, I want to, you know? Um, so I guess based on what our experiences were or are, um, what do you suggest or what do you do if like the bio parent doesn't fully agree with or share the same viewpoint as the step parent, where it might be some of like, I don't know, maybe parental guilt that they're harboring or something. And that's why they turn a blind eye to Mm -hmm. their child's behavior Mm -hmm. when they don't do that. And you see things that are blatantly obvious. How do you handle having that conversation without, you know, pointing fingers or painting a picture of the child that is, you know, all of a sudden, they're just a bad kid, um, and not actually hurt your partner as well. Not making an attack. Yeah.
1: Yeah, gosh, I feel like this is like almost like a twofold like question because on one hand, if you're dealing with it in your home, and you and your partner are parenting different, um, and maybe because they do, your partner does feel guilty about you know the divorce or whatever it is, um, so they tend to partner a little more lenient or let things slide when the kids, um, are around in your home. Mm. Um, I think that, 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 that's difficult because, um, you know, especially like if you have ex- additional bio kids, like for us, um, like I could say if, if our situation was like a 50, 50 schedule and we have our bio son. And if on the weeks that, my stepkids came over and my husband wasn't disciplining them the way that we are raising my bio son, I would have an I would have an issue with that, right? <clears throat> and I think it would be very difficult because I'd be like, why aren't you disciplining? That's not acceptable. We wouldn't allow our body, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think that goes back to communication. I think as a stepmom or stepdad or stepparent, um You have to have that conversation with your spouse and say, I have expectations around our parenting that are not being met. And here's, here's what my expectations are. And, you know, whether that is you guys need to sit down and create, um, house rules Um, So everyone's on the same page and what the consequences are for breaking those rules, then that's what needs to happen. Um, I'm a firm believer when kids are younger that there should be house rules, Mm -hmm. especially when they are um, going from home to home, like uh, on a 50, 50 schedule, or there's like the two, five, five, two, or there's like all these weird custody schedules, right? So if your kids are constantly changing homes, you need to have your house rules written out that you've all agreed upon and a family meeting and posted somewhere because rules are different in every home. And then I guess that would be the second fold of the question. Like if you parent one way in your home and your stepchild is being parented another way in the other home with the other parent, there's going to be issues, right? Because I know for us, Our situation being with our custody schedule is the kids' mom doesn't really have an opportunity to discipline them because she's really not around them long enough to have issues with them. Um, And, you know, so for us in our home, when we're done eating, the kids take their plates to the sink and wash their dishes and put their dishes in the dishwasher. Um, Now, my kids are seven nine and 10. And I mean, they have, we don't call them chores. We call them household responsibilities um, because I'm raising humans. And when they live on their own, they're not chores, they're responsibilities. You have to do laundry. You have to do dishes. Like it's not a chore when you live by yourself, right? It's just something that has to get done. So that's kind of how we do it in our home. But I, I know when they are with their mom, um, they don't have to put their dishes in the dishwasher. They leave their plates at the dinner. I don't even think they bring their plates um, up to the dish or the the sink. So, you know, I mean, there's times where we're sitting there and they get up and walk away and I'm like, I'm sorry, are you done eating? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, where does your plate go? Mm -hmm. And, oh, well, you know, we don't have to do that when we're with, you know, our mom. And it's like, okay, well that's one of our house responsibilities here. So that's what we do in this home. And you have to take that with a grain of salt because really at the end of the day, you're not gonna change how the other parent disciplines or um, what the other parent feels is appropriate responsibilities. Um, And you're gonna drive yourself crazy if you try to do that because it's not ever gonna happen. And so, you know, if you are in that situation, again, you and your partner need to be a united front and you need to just say, okay, that's fine. But you know, here, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just leave it at that. You don't even need to go into, wow, you should be doing that at the house, you know, and and that might and that might be how you feel. You might feel, well, they should be. They're old enough to do it. Um, you shouldn't be babying, babying the kids like they're old enough to do it. But there's no point in even saying that because again, it's not your household, so it's not your rules. Right. Um, now yeah, in our situation, I I do have a good relationship with my kid's mom and, um, we are able to, to talk about different things. So, um, you know, for example, I've said, Hey, The kids did something here. Uh, They're not allowed screen time. I would appreciate it if you, when they're with you today, you could uphold that. And, you know, she'll respond, Well, what did they do? And we let her know. And she's like, Okay, yeah, no problem. I'll make sure that they don't have screen time at the house. So um, now, could we have done that three years ago? Absolutely not. She probably would have said a big F you, you know? But um, we are to that point now that we can do that. So I would just say, while that went way off topic, kind of, I would say communication um, with your partner is going to be the biggest, the biggest help um, in, in this situation. And if you don't feel that you're in a place to um, discipline your child, again, have that really hard conversation about what your expectations are as far as parenting goes with your partner.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, that's so true. And I think regardless of whether or not you think you're ready to discipline or you should be, or should like, you know, the word should never does anything good for anybody, (laughs) but like, You know, like you mentioned in the beginning, um, it differs from household to household and you got to do what works for you. But if suddenly you think that something's going to fall from the sky or there's going to be a light switch that flicks on and all of a sudden you're going to be like, yeah, I can do this. You know, like I can discipline my children or my stepkids and blah, blah, blah. It's that's not going to happen. It's a conscious choice that you have to make. um, And it may feel really awful and uncomfortable and you know I remember I actually I told BioMom um recently I was like you know I remember there were times when I first moved in and you know you know even dealing with both kids I mean obviously kids are kids and they do s- stupid shit sometimes <laughs> but like I told her I was like I was afraid that you know either you weren't going to like something I I did or said or how I handled something and I would, it would actually prevent me from doing what was really needed. And, um, you know, I think there are times where I know this is a big topic and step family, um, anything is like engaging and disengaging. I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, yes, it is the bio parents responsibility wholeheartedly to be on board, 100% present and be the, you know, number one disciplinary Um, however, you know, the times that you're alone with your stepkids, or like you said, you know, you are the primary person and you got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I think you just solely rely on, oh, I'm just going to disengage. I, you know, this is too much for me. And again, you know, this is, I'm big on this. Like when people are like, well, I didn't sign up for this. Well, I'm sorry, but you did sign up for this. You didn't know what it entailed. You had no idea. And that's okay. Like nobody... You don't need to be judged for that, but you did. As soon as you decided to marry somebody with kids, like this is what you signed up for. And so you got to figure out what feels comfortable, but at some point, like you're going to have to make that choice to have at least some discipline just so there's, you know, respect between you and your, your stepchildren. Like Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily need to create, you know, friendship or anything, but I think communication, like you said, not only with your partner. And if you can do that with the other bio parent, that's great. If it's not you directly, um, have your spouse do it and let them know what's happening in your household. Kind of yeah. like you just said, um, you know, I can do that. Cause I'm obviously close with bio mom now, but, um, yeah, I remember like, I was just scared shitless and like, of what, I mean, what, is, I mean, unless I'm doing something that's like really, really horrible or like, you know, I mean, I don't do anything that's illegal, like, yeah, you know, put a hand on them or anything, but, um, I think that the whole disengaging thing, it just removes you from your reality and like removes you from the family.
1: And it's, and it's really not, um, realistic. I mean, when parents or step-parents are like, well, I'm just going to disengage, you don't like, let's be real. You don't actually ever disengage because. You're still dealing with the frustration of the lack of discipline from the other parent. So, you still are dealing with it because the child is in your home. It's right. impossible to disengage as a step parent. I mean, the only way you could essentially disengage would be every time your stepchild comes over, you leave the home, mm-hmm. which I, I mean, I'm, I don't, yeah, I don't think that. I think that's wrong. That would ever work, but I mean, I can't imagine you would stay married to your partner for very long. Maybe it would work for a short period of time, but I think uh, long term, I just don't foresee that happening. So, I mean, really, you're not ever going to disengage. And if I'm really honest, I still struggle with feeling like, as far as you know, my parenting styles go, that it's not it's not how she would or you know, maybe she doesn't like it or maybe her parents don't agree with it. But at the end of the day, you know, this is my home and I am raising her kids and they are in my home every day. And I also have a son that I'm raising and um, yeah, I, I have to be okay with knowing that I'm making decisions that I feel are going to help them become the best adults that they can be. And, you know, I never, I, I don't spank my stepkids. I won't spank my son. I just I don't agree with that. Um and you know when my stepson like the other day he called his brother a bitch and we don't talk like that in our home. Um that's not appropriate language. My husband and I don't communicate to each other that way. Um so that was like a big no no and my husband wasn't home. He was working. And so, you know, I had to deal with it. And I told him, I said, you know, when dad gets home, you're going to get soap in your mouth because we don't talk like that. And I would never put soap in his mouth because for me, I feel like there are certain boundaries as a step parent that oh. we have to be overly cautious up. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I would just encourage you, like, sometimes I know it's very, difficult. You want to address the situation right then and there. Um, but sometimes, and it's kind of almost better when you're like, what you did was wrong. I'm very disappointed in your actions and I'm going to let your father deal with it. Or I'm going to let your mother deal with it when they get home because then it kind of like festers and mm-hmm. then they like kind of freak themselves out. Mm-hmm. Um, even if the step-parent just has a conversation with them, it's that buildup of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I don't, I don't do any of that type of discipline. It's more, you're going to go to bed early. You're losing privileges. You're grounded, posted in your room. Um, you can't go outside. You can't watch TV, those type of things. Um, and you know, my husband and I are pretty much on the same page as far as discipline goes now. Um, I even think there's some times where he's like, oh, it's a little harsh. Um, and I'm like, okay, well next time I won't be so harsh, but you know, and, and I think that that But I think that that's normal, right? In the moment, we're so upset, maybe we're a little harsher than what we should have been. And now that we've had time to rethink it, we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to go to bed five hours early. You can go to bed thirty minutes early, (laughs) five (laughs) hours. Yeah, I I think also, at
0: least for me, it's really important. Even when I was really angry you know, in those moments to realize like, you know, these kids are also human and like having the compassion and the empathy and realize like, you know, even if you disagree with, you know, bio parent and your spouse's uh, parenting styles at some points, you know, like you said, all of this, and I think it's so easy to overlook, even though we may, you know, say we know this, but like the way we were raised and the way our parents were raised and like all of this generational stuff that, you know. it it really does trickle down from generation to generation. And like, if there are are things that you don't like, like you got to get really clear about, well, what is it that I really don't like? Like, how can I adjust and work with my partner? Or, you know, you got to talk about these things Mm -hmm. because they do come from somewhere and like, just getting angry with each other or at the child, like the kids, they don't know any better. They rely solely on all of the adults in their lives to teach them these things. And, um, you know, you don't have control over what they've already been taught. And I think that was one of the most challenging parts for me walking in was like, I came in with all of my generational shit and you know, mm-hmm. what I think is normal and correct and healthy. And then, you know, they're already sort of being built by the right. adults in their lives that have, Influenced them and taught them you know what they think is correct and the way to live life and I'm like some of the things I'm like wait what <laughs> like no but I think me being honest with myself and how I felt about the situation and the behaviors and then also having the compassion and realize like this you know the child doesn't know any better so in that moment when I'm like I really wanted to scream and like take it out on the kid so then it's like no where does it really come from you know And I think if they do live with you, even, you know, for part of the time, you do have to get comfortable having these really uncomfortable conversations and sometimes pointing out things in, you know, your spouse's kid that maybe they really don't want to hear. And also just really getting comfortable with, like you have to, you have to discipline. And frankly, if you don't say no, or if you, if you're afraid to say no, you're not showing up for yourself. You're not being true to who you are. You're not actually respecting your own boundaries. And whether it's a kid or an adult, like if you're not showing up for yourself and you don't have that respect for yourself, you can't possibly teach it to anybody else. And you can't possibly expect it from anybody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say too, I think it's so important that we remember these kids, I mean, they have every emotion that we as adults have without any of the opportunity to learn how to control or address their emotions. Right. And so, and they've been through so much. I mean, realistically, these kids were not asked to be put in a situation where their parents got divorced. And in some situations, really high conflict, Divorces. They didn't ask to go through the court system. They didn't ask to go to two separate homes. Like this yeah. was not what they wanted. So now they're dealing with emotions that we as adults. I mean, have you? I mean, I've seen some of these adults in the court system, and they act like kids. So mm-hmm. now these kids are being put in situations that even adults can't handle, and we're just supposed to be like, "Hi, you have to figure out how to do it, or don't act like that." Like they have very real emotions with none of the tools to understand how to process those emotions. So, I mean, when my kids really get upset or they're losing their mind, I'm, I try to pull it back and be like, okay, what is really the issue here? So I try to get them to calm down, go journal, whatever it is. And, and sometimes I'm like, what is, what's really going on? What's, what's really your issue? Well, I'm, I'm angry. Okay. But why are you angry? You know, like let's help them really manage their emotions because ultimately that's gonna help them to be better adults. And right. we're all humans. I mean, there's been times where my stepson, I what were we doing? I don't even remember. But I we were doing something and I yelled, shut up. And I was like, oh my God. Right? You know? And we're driving and they're like stone silent and I'm looking at them in the rearview mirror. I think my middle stepson was probably crying. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> they have all these oh. emotions, right. You know, cause I don't really ever get like that with them yeah. and we're driving and I'm like, crap. So I acknowledge that that's not how I should have responded because I don't want them to re- like, I don't allow them to respond that way. So why is it okay for me to, right. so, you know, so I, we're driving and I've calmed down and I'm like, you guys, I'm really sorry. I should not have said that to you. And I can remember my oldest was like, No, you should have. We shouldn't have been doing that. And I'm like, No, you're right. You shouldn't have been doing that. But I shouldn't have responded to you in anger like that. And so, you know, just for all parents, step parents listening, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. And, but I think when we do make those mistakes to acknowledge to your stepkid or your child in general, like, Hey, that's not how I should have responded to you in that moment. I'm sorry. Because if we tell them that that's not how they should respond, but we're responding that way, like, you know, like we, we've got to like contradictory. Leave. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, so, you
0: got to live by example.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yep.
0: What you put out is exactly what you're going to get back. And I think a lot of of parents in general struggle with that. Like they just yell at their child, but like, how would you feel if you're getting grilled and screamed at by your kid? You want to scream, shut up, right? Of course (laughs) you do. But yeah, living by example is really important. And I think it's, it's funny because like, you know, they say parenting is so hard, but it's almost like whether it's step parenting or, you know, regular, it's all regular parenting under the same Um. You know, they're, they're mirrors of us. Mm -hmm. you know, like some of these step parents that get so angry and just like, don't want to be a part of this whole thing. And I'm like, it's a great opportunity to learn about yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, on every level. I know this, you know, the topic today was discipline, but it's a perfect way of, like I said, you know, the boundaries showing up for yourself, being able to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, whether it's having that conversation with your partner or having the conversation with the kids, like these are great Opportunities to really produce self-growth. And usually where you're the most uncomfortable and want to go run and hide or scream, those are the opportunities that you need the most, right?
1: Yeah, so true. So That's spot on.
0: Um, any, I mean, any other
1: tidbits that you'd like to add today as we wrap up? Gosh, no, you know, I um think it was a good conversation and I just love having the opportunity to discuss this stuff because I think, you know, again, just going back to the only way to address issues is to talk about them. And, and if we're not comfortable having these hard conversations, like you just said, it's, you're never going to get anywhere nothing's going to progress and you're going to be stuck in the same cycle and no one wants that. So yes. Amen to that. (laughs) And it takes time
0: for all these people playing, like where we're at in our blended families today. Um, You know, we didn't walk in and all of a sudden it was just rainbows and cupcakes, (laughs) right? It still isn't, you know, it still still isn't, Yeah. yeah. but it takes time and it takes the serious conscious effort to do this Mm -hmm. show up every day, not only for yourself, but for everyone in the family. And again, it's not black and white. So if you are thinking that you should just be running and hiding and disengage completely, then maybe you want to reconsider being there at all,
1: you know, so, right.
0: Um, okay. Jocelyn, tell the listeners where they can find you.
1: Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at daily Stepmom. That's my Insta handle, or, um, you can find my podcast where you can find all podcasts. So Spotify, iTunes, all the podcast places, <laughs> um, and it is the daily step mom podcast. And yeah, um, I would love to connect with you guys. I, love hearing from listeners or just people sliding in my DMS, asking me questions. I love it. So awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for chatting with me
0: today. Yes, so of nice. course. It was great. Listeners. I hope this, this helped even a little bit. Um, you know, we're all trying to figure it out here. There's no black and white blueprint. So anyway, come back again for another episode. Thanks, Jocelyn. Thank you.